If you're the kind of dad who spends more on his kid's orthodontia than he does on his own car, and you drive a Mercedes S-Class, then this is the podcast for you. We are Bad to the Dad, not only the podcast celebrating suburban dad life, but we are the fastest growing dad-themed podcast in all of humanity with the fastest growing podcast hosts, north to south and east to west, Adam D. and Coach Randy. Along with Coach Randy, my name is Adam D. and I am very, very pleased and proud to be joined by my broadcast partner. He is the man who does floss and brush between meals and snacks. He's Coach Randy. Coach Already rocking and rolling with episode six, episode, season four. I had to think about that. No, actually, we're it's yes, episode six. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, we're moving and uh, we're huffing and puffing, and I am. I floss often. You floss often, but, <laughs> but we're also snacking often. Yeah, right? absolutely. And that's what COVID will do to and, you. But hey, we're living life. We're living life as best as we can with all of the topsy turviness in society these days. Episode six features, as I always say, another wonderful guest. Eric Sachs from Sachs Orthodontics. Orthodontics. Yeah. Great, uh, your great family guy. Dent, your family, he, he uh, is, your yes. kid's dentist. Again, right? we don't just often promote him. We're actually consumers of his services. And uh, he is he's the deal. He, he is the kind of dad that if I come back, I'd want as my dad. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what I like about Eric, and yeah. again, this episode is called Dental Dads. Dental Dads is we're not just doing a show to promote a dentist. And we're not just talking about dentistry. What I've always been impressed about Eric is, first of all, he's got a tremendously positive attitude. Yes. And for a small business owner, Mm -hmm. he knows how to promote. And I think that this show Mm -hmm. could actually be a a master class, Mm -hmm. if you will, for somebody who has a small business, Mm -hmm. uh, especially a medical type practice. Correct. But understands the importance of marketing and getting out there, the use of chambers of commerce in order to drive traffic to your business. So it's not just about learning about what a dentist does. It's about learning what a dentist does to promote his business and stay relevant and, and be hip too. And the cool thing is, uh, he, he has, he's, you know, his wife, Jill, his kids, uh, he's an orthodontist. He's, uh, we go in and he moved locations not too long ago. And his old place was, I mean, it was, it was it looked like an orthodontist that would, his new place, dude is killer. It's, you walk in there and you're walking into like you feel like you're in Los Angeles Beverly Hills kind of building because uh-huh. he is and he is if, I think I'm a cool dad right and I know you're a cool dad well, we're gonna put a poll out there right? and see but yeah you have my vote you know and I am told by my daughter seriously that many of her friends would love to have us as their parents oh so that's always How a sweet. vote that's a vote of confidence mm-hmm. right but uh, he's the kind of dad. That I think might give us a run for our money, for coolness. I'm all right with that. Uh, I mean, I'm well, up for the game. Maybe we can learn something. I'm up for the competition. One thing I have to say about uh, about Eric, and yeah. I, I could save this for the segment where we yeah. actually interview him. Yeah. Generous guy. Like, my my niece came in from yeah. Dallas, yeah. and one of her braces wires yeah. was misaligned. Yeah. It came, came off the brackets. Yeah. And we called Eric, and he's, <laughs> he's not our kid's dentist. Yeah. So we called him and said, look, we're in a pinch, we're in a bind, would you mind? He interrupted us and said... Bring her over now. I'll yeah. do it right now. Mm-hmm. And he did it with no charge. Of course, we gave him a bottle of wine because mm-hmm. that's how you gift people Absolutely. who do your favors. It's, <laughs> yes. it's with alcohol, alcohol. these days. Absolutely. 
And uh, he said, of course, not necessary, yeah. but, but happy to do it. So. Yeah, no, he is a, a remarkable human being. We're blessed to have him as our orthodontist. We, we boast, we brag. He is great at PR. And you know who else is good at PR? I thought you were going to say, you know who else has teeth? But you know who else has teeth? <laughs> it's got to be Becky Berman of yes. Berman Branding. Absolutely. BermanCS.com. We've got graphic design, web design, you name it, to help you with your PR needs. You know Bone Daddy? I know Bone Daddy. I love Bone Daddy. Skull, hat, pipe? Absolutely. I, I often uh, I often wake up dreaming of Bone Daddy. Oh, okay. I'm just going to shift the conversation <laughs> ever so slightly and say, hey, Becky Berman, mm-hmm. she designed the Bone Daddy logo, the Bad mm-hmm. to the Dad logo that you see on social media and our keychains and t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And speaking of social media, we're on that too. Our handle for most of our social media platforms is at Bad to the Dad. That's at Bad to the Dad on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And, of course, we have a website, which is badtothedad.com, where you can gather information about guests, both previous and future, and, and maybe even current, if we decide to keep up with it. If we, decide, if we have some more uh, zoomanigans, yeah. or what, 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 what <laughs> I, I, the word be, we That's use? the best way to describe it, yeah, zoomanigans <laughs> yes. is, is probably about <clears throat> right. And if you would like to interact with us, you can do it the old-fashioned way, or you can do it with the, the new-fashioned way. Mm-hmm. The old-fashioned way is email. Contact us at badtothedad.com. Show idea, guest idea, if you have a question, contact us at badtothedad.com. And, of course, you can DM us. That's within the social media platforms. Just have a quick question, want to say hi. Do it through Instagram. Do it through Facebook. Do it through any social media platform that you would like. And we will be happy to respond. And as I'm thinking, we, we're running a special still for uh, still, our, all of our, all our potential it. sponsors. <laughs> 15 bucks an episode gets you advertising and over-promotion by Coach Randy and Adam D. Only 15 bucks, And if you, you want to get that kind of deal, just email us and contact us at badtothedad.com. Hey, listen, whatever it's worth, we're getting about 900 downloads a week. That's, hey, that's 900 listeners you could get direct contact with, with your company, your business, that you didn't already have for only $15. And you take that, you subtract it, we're talking pennies on a dollar. It's nothing. It's, it's pennies on a dollar. couch cushion. Absolutely. You know, you'll have the ability to reach that one guy in Norway that <laughs> listens to us every week. Hey, you never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You could you your business could be big in could Norway, especially if it's a business that can be accessed online. Right or France, uh, France big, <laughs> big in France. And I would recommend if you could translate any part of your business to French. Oh, gold mine, gold mine, absolute gold, gold mine. Speaking of gold mines, yeah. this has been a gold mine of a week, haven't? How was, how was, how was your week? <laughs> yeah, it's tons to talk about, but uh, bring it more locally. Bring yes, it to the Adam D household. Yeah, um, I've been uh, giving my daughter driving lessons. Oh, that's right. You're 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 preempting the. Uh, uh, the uh, the stay a little bit. How's that going? Uh, it's it's going fine. I yeah. have been pleasantly surprised. Now the reason why I'm doing this is, and uh, am I doing something illegal? I, maybe I, nobody nobody's no. This is the so. podcast. Anyhow, yeah. so no one's gonna hear about it. <laughs> well, at least nobody from law enforcement. So I think like most dads, you know, we take our uh, daughters who are underage, and we say underage, we mean not yet of the permit or driving yes. age. Yeah, let's be clear. Yes, uh, in New Jersey, the driving age to get your license is 17. To get your permit, it's 16, right? And I think you have to have at least six hours of driving experience with an with authorized, the, uh, registered apparently driving trainer. instructor. Yes, yeah. who doesn't know how to drive as well. As, I mean, who <laughs> apparently knows how to drive better than we do. Yeah, uh, and has that brake. Yes. Side, right, there's, there's two brakes on the car. There's yes. the brake the driver has, and there's the brake that the driving instructor yeah. has. All right, so I don't have that kind of car. I just have my 2012 Nissan Altima. Yes. And we go to 
private property. Mm -hmm. So large corporate offices where mm -hmm. there's a lot of space. We don't have to worry about hitting other cars, other pedestrians. Maybe or, a pole, but that's not. The pills don't move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm, I'm very much aware. Like, I've, I, I feel like yeah. I've got eyes on, on all sides of my head now. No. I've got a whole 360. You are, you are a bad to the dead. Yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the qualifications. Yeah. So we've been doing this since the early part of the summer, and I think we've logged about eight or nine hours of, of driving around a, an empty parking lot. All right, and? And the reason why I'm doing this is because uh, Perry, my daughter, is one of the youngest kids in her grade. So uh, she will be the last, last one of uh, the last kids that's to get her license. Yes. So I don't want her to be intimidated by mm -hmm. the process when she starts taking driver's ed, which will be at a time when most of her friends have had their license. And that pressure to... And, and the friends come back and they failed their test. They did that. She starts sharing all these horror stories. She's been doing good. I right, have to tell good. you, you know, she uh, is Perry. getting the feel of the gas pedal, which yeah. I think is scary for a lot of kids. <clears throat> Understanding how, how fast to go. Yeah. Uh, the brake, we're, we're not coming to complete stops yeah. <laughs> uh, with, with a slam on. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. So she's gently applying pressure to the brake when she needs to. What's mm -hmm. good is a lot of these uh, corporate office campuses have a stop sign or a stop oh. area. So it's a good place to practice. Right. We have been backing into parking spots. Ooh, that is... Now, right. now the, the Ultima doesn't have... Does that, does that have the uh, rear view camera? Nope. All no, right. I, listen, Smart. we're, we're going to learn old school old just like school. I did. Yeah. Where when you back up, <laughs> yes. it's one hand on the wheel, one hand behind the <laughs> passenger seat. Looking back and forth. Head turn, looking all about. None yes. of this cheating. None Absolutely. of this video gaming <laughs> with the video camera behind. Yes. But she's been doing a great job. Backing into spots, pulling into spots. Very exciting. You know, I we have this technique where... You know, reverse, you really have to retrain your brain. Yeah, I know. Right? So yeah. she's like, okay, if I am reversing yeah. and I want the car to go right, I, I have, have to, to turn the car, the, the wheel left. towards yes. me, yes. right? Towards the left. Yeah. So she's getting that concept, but of course, has to. you have to think about it. We're not quite parallel parking. We're not quite K-turning, but we have pulled against a curb to park, which can also be a challenging yeah. thing because kids... In well, the car, parallel park is big. Relations thing. You know, here at New Jersey, like I grew up in Denver, and they threw in the car. You drove around, you got your license, whatever it was. But they have driving centers here in New Jersey, and mm -hmm. the biggest thing is the parallel park. And they make you park between two cones, and if they put an egg on top of each side. If that egg, you know, it's just. Let, let me tell you something, Cody. Yeah. I took the driving test in one of those. I don't know, what, what do you, like like a, a training course? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. All right, it wasn't out in traffic. Yeah, I know. It was on one of these courses, Yes, I right? know, I know. You could park three limos <laughs> in the space right. that they have with the cones. Well, all, right? well I, all I remember is that if you live in New Jersey, you want to go to Wayne. Go to Wayne, yes. yes you want to go to Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. You just close the door, buckle up, you've passed. You've passed. If you want to yeah. go to Wayne. So those in New Jersey, go to the Wayne DMV for you know, I think the DMV is really just trying to nail the... Uh, the older demographic, like they don't want 85, 90 year olds driving without care. <laughs> yes. And I, I do think that um, they have not an issue, but I think that they really scrutinize um, immigrants. Yes. Right. Immigrants from Probably, certain countries. I'm where sure. It's a lot of traffic and they don't have the, like the highway condition. I'm sure our have. brethren from Israel probably get the, uh, <laughs> those Israeli drivers are pretty intense. Yeah. Well, they know how to use the horn. <laughs> yes, they right? do. And they know how to drive quickly through those little narrow streets. So I, I can see where they might be Using concerned. the blinker optional, <laughs> yes. that kind of thing. But yes. yeah, in, in a lot of finger are, pointing. <laughs> a lot of countries that are overcrowded yeah. where you're going no more than, I wouldn't even put it in miles, three kilometers yes. <laughs> an hour. Yes. 
I think those are the kinds of folks that get a little extra sleep. And animals get in the way, yeah. as opposed oh, to yeah. cars and such. It's yeah. water yeah. buffalo crossing. Yes. So yesterday we had a, a great training session, yeah. and all of a sudden, something else appeared in the lot. Uh-oh. It was a guy in his bike. Uh-oh. And that guy in the bike was coming towards us. Uh-oh. So I said, Perry, stop. Yeah. Just stop. And she actually pulled into a spot. <laughs> To avoid the biker. That was I'm a smart like, move. All right. Uh, I'll give you props for a decent yeah. reaction. But, you know, we're in this gigantic lot. <laughs> and this guy Without a lot of obstacles. Like, all you had to do was just hit the brake. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you you completely got out of the way, pulled into a spot so yes. you could have the entire lot. Good stuff. How about you? Um, softball. Surprisingly. Hmm. <laughs> surprisingly. I feel like, you know, any episode... You want softball? Yes. And you have a drinking game? Yes. Chances are you're going to be taking a shot because Randy said softball. It is uh it is uh, uh rigged habit. Don't don't get me wrong. We've uh, we've loved it, but I think between the two teams I coach we're we're 0 and 15. So you're sucking with style. Uh that, as Ben Stiller would say in Keeping the Faith, if you're going to suck, suck with style. But, but is there style coach? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, you know, you've been playing baseball, softball, yeah, coaching softball, yeah. baseball for a while. Yeah, I no, mean, is there is. style and is there effort? Well, I think the way we suck, and I love these girls. I mean, I've known, I've known them for a long time. One team has 17 players. So we get all 17 in, which is not an easy feat. No. Uh, in pretty much four innings because that's all we play because we're usually mercy. <laughs> so what what is the mercy rule? How many how it's, many it's, runs does the other team have to score? So in the twelve U, it's ten after four, Ooh. ten after four, and eight after five. So and we're usually down by ten, pretty much after the second inning. So <laughs> so I gotta I gotta I have to hope that the kids go around the batting order enough to where uh-huh. every kid gets a chance, which is a feat in itself. Uh, and I have. Most of the time. Last Sunday, um, after our, our recording, we played a team, and they beat us before we could get up everybody, and so they, we let us continue the game a little bit so we can get all of our, huh. all of our players in. We play that same team today, and, and of course, the lovely part about softball is exchanging, uh, uh, or actually just kind of being a punching bag for being yelled at for mass. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's been a lovely experience. Yes. And by the way, uh, we in West Orange and we on the podcast here do believe in science. We're just yes. going to put it out there. Not making it a political discussion, no. but we believe in science. We, we very much look, believe in just science. look at the numbers. Yes. People are getting sick. You know, and then my other daughter's team, uh, uh, 14U, uh, uh, several of the players I've, I've coached for a long time. Uh, I'm just going to give a shout out to my daughter because I can. Uh, incredible, incredible ball player. Love to watch her play. We're up 9-7. In the fifth inning, we're going. It's the last inning, right? We got a shot of winning. We really got a great shot. She's pitching a great game. We give up twelve runs at the top of the mm. fifth. We lose nineteen nine, and you can understand as the kids get older, the more discouraged they get yeah. because and they're they're friends, but they start screaming, yelling at each other. So it is a, it is it is a feat of patience. I think I've well, and patience. it's also a game that is won and lost by nine players. And not, the other thing is, and I keep trying to explain to parents, like in basketball, I could get players in just for two minutes. Yeah. Three minutes, then you come back out. You know, if it's soccer, I can get you in for a couple of minutes running back and forth across the field and bring it back and in. And you could also lose by 10 goals and the game's still going to be it's played. It's still going to play. So, but in this situation, if I don't get past, and you're only given three outs, right? And if they, the other team gets us three outs, which mm-hmm. is often the case because a lot of my players don't, you know, I get 12 outs. Mm-hmm. And if I have 17 players, that means I have to have at least five players get on base, which sometimes doesn't happen. But that's our feet. My wife has been great. Um, last game of the season is uh, this week. Then we have playoffs. 
but uh, I will. I still would have changed. Yes, play playoffs. <laughs> you're gonna play playoffs with a with you, an you, you play, record. You play to win the game. <laughs> you play to win the game. Herm Edwards, let, right? Yes, I think you should tell the the, the girls. That. Yes, you, you play to win the game, Herm Edwards, right? You play to win the game. Yeah, I love her. Playoffs, playoffs. You are as good as your record says, right? <laughs> Yeah, but everybody makes the playoffs, and you know we're the last seed, so we'll play the number one seed, and that'll be it. And then you'll be done. But I uh, I tell you, you got to start winning because this is around the age, right? We're talking about teens and preteens. Yes, where uh, a lacrosse stick starts calling your name. Yeah, right. Well, it's like this softball thing. I don't know if I want to be standing around in in a field waiting for a ball to come to me, and uh, where we're getting slaughtered. Yeah, uh, where with lacrosse, it's okay. I always be touching the ball. Always be running. I can just at least run back and forth. Yeah, you know. But uh, but at least in our household, uh, very proud of Michaela. Uh, Incredible patience. Great ball player. Looking uh, looking forward to high school. The season begins in the spring, and I think she'll play up. And I'm sure she'll play up with with the high school kids. But uh, I wouldn't trade the time. Any other way because I get to spend the time with my girls. So that's what it means to be bad of the dead. You yeah. take you take one on the chin for the losses, but it's ultimately it's about the memories because usually after the game, they're happy. We're going to get ice cream. We're going to get some kind of meal, and that's what it's really all about. So that yeah. was. I think we'll have one more week like that, and then we'll be able to have a normal life, at least normalized life, whatever that yeah. might be, because it'll be getting closer to November. <laughs> and that's when we have to start wearing pants. Exactly. It's all about wearing pants. Yeah, but I, I like what you said. Yeah, remember, um, if you look back through our Dadvice archives yes. this season, mm-hmm. one piece is never take uh, any moment you have with your kids for granted. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you're reading, even if you're losing yes. by eight runs, right? Yes, absolutely. Right? From, uh, from our friend Eric, uh, you know, back in season, uh, no, back in episode, uh, was it episode three? I, I, I don't even know where it is now. <laughs> this was one, given, given COVID, being at home, I, I, I can't, I'm amazed. You have, get, you have no sense of time. I still am amazed that I know this is uh, season four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as far okay. as I'm concerned, yeah. it's been one very yeah. long we're, we're season. Doing, we're doing a brilliant job with the calendar and, yes. you know, whatever guest we have, it's, it's certainly going to be going to be worth watching and certainly going to be worth listening to. Jared Root was the Yeah, man that's it. That's it. Yes. That. You know, spend yes. every moment. Yes, uh, yes. I have I, I have verses. I have man memory. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sieve. Yes. It's a sieve. Well, keep it here because we've got Eric Sachs from Sachs Orthodontics. You're going to learn a lot right here on Bad to the Dad coming up. We are Bad to the Dad. We are the podcast celebrating suburban dad life. Remember, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do it by email. That's contact us at badtothedad.com. That's contact us at badtothedad.com. You can also DM us on any of the social media platforms. We like Facebook. We like Instagram the best. But hey, whatever uh, whatever gets you excited, you know, we're happy to respond to any message that comes our way. And because our demographics is a little bit older, we want to make sure that you understand it's a DM and not a BM. Yeah, I'm glad that every episode that we have, you you make that remark. I just want to make sure because, you know, like our guest today, we need to have them understand the difference between a DM and a BM. Are you insinuating that people of a certain age have a frequency to BM? Well, if they had a grandmother like I did, they would actually be asked, did you have a BM growing up? Well, I'll tell you what, Coach. Yes. One of these episodes will have a GI doctor on. <laughs> right now, we've got a pediatric orthodontist, and he's a good friend of ours. He's also a great suburban dad, and his name is 
Dr. Eric Sachs. Eric, we're so glad that you're able to make time for us on Bad to the Dad. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. So, Eric, when I think about the human mouth, especially a kid's mouth. And you often think of it with the human mouth. Yeah, probably too often. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> I'm thinking of like that really high level of Super Mario Brothers. Yes. Right? Where you're, you're, you're going through this landscape and there's like a bunch of mushrooms and a bunch of turtles and a bunch of like evil lizards coming at you. That's, that's my analogy of, uh, of the kid's mouth. And yet this is what you work with every single day. Why pediatric dentistry? Why pediatric orthodontia? How'd you get into it? Well, just a, a slight correction. So there really is no such thing as a pediatric orthodontist or an adult orthodontist. We're just orthodontists and we're, we're qualified and trained to, pe to, to treat people of all ages. So I, I probably have about 35, maybe even 40% of my practice is adults. Oh, it is. Okay. Um, and, you know, with Invisalign and clear liner therapy and, and some of the newer technology, more and more adults are, are, are getting orthodontics done. I have patients even in their 80s that are that are going through this now. It's wild because the life, the lifespan has just increased and uh, people want nice teeth and healthy teeth. You know, is it really worth the investment to go off when you're 85 years old? Well, <laughs> you know, if somebody lives to 100, you know, they, they get it at 80, they got another 20 years. But you just don't know, Doc. You just don't know. You so never I know. It, I think it's a bit of a gamble, but I guess you're so good, it's worth it. I think it's a I think it's a worthwhile investment. I think especially in the in the in the medical field and even in some if you if you venture into the the cosmetic medical dental field, it's it's tremendous value, uh, orthodontics, because you know, you're getting every single tooth in your mouth straightened. It's not just one veneer, one crown, one root canal, it's your entire smile that's kind of getting overhauled. Um, it, it increases self-esteem, your, your dental health, overall health. So there's a, there's a lot of benefits to it for, 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 the, for the money. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, so, you know, whether you're 80 or 18 or 58, when you get your teeth fixed, it's almost like you have a new lease on life. Have people come back and told you that and say things like, thank you so much, Dr. Sachs, I, I have this renewed confidence now? Absolutely. I have actually one one patient turned employee now she's been an employee now for probably two years she just finished her treatment but she was so moved with with the process that it was really kind of like life-changing for her i think after her smile was fixed um i think she ended up losing like i don't know 20 or 30 pounds and she's just got this new zest for life and she feels great and she was so just fired up about the whole thing that she wanted to become part of the team and be involved with it so it happens all the time, you know, it, it really can transform somebody. Mm -hmm. If you're insecure about anything, it's, it's just not a great feeling. And if you get that insecurity resolved, um, it can open up a lot of doors for you. Um, you so, know what yeah. they say, Dr. Uh, Dr. Sachs, they say that you're never fully dressed without a smile. And it I sounds believe, like that's exactly what you're saying. You're never Annie fully, said that, right? Yeah, Annie, Annie, Annie mm -hmm. said that. You're never fully fellow, dressed. Fellow redhead. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, well, yeah. I think it's I think it's true. I mean, your smile gives off like a, a tremendous vibe. Your facial expression gives off gives off a lot of you know. It, it shows some insight into your into your soul, and so you want to smile with confidence, be happy, and uh, yeah, not feel like introverted, and just feel good about yourself. And it, it projects. Who knew? Who knew that a good smile can make you it's feel so total body transformation? As uh, that's right. Yeah. And it's not just one tooth; it's every tooth. Do you That's know how right. many teeth are in the mouth? I, I don't know, but I do know. Oh, but I will tell you this. Because of this man, because of this man, who I love dearly, mm -hmm. my Brianna, 
had 12 teeth pulled. Well, it's not a 12. Many of them were baby teeth. Many of them were baby teeth. 12 teeth. Uh, listen, and, God bless Dr. Sachs. He is a hero in our family. Uh, we say, who's your orthodontist? Go to Sachs. Go to Sachs. But you right? saw Michaela. Mika you, you saw Michaela's transformation. Listen, so, there's, there's no you, doubt. You know, you know where this is headed. Yeah, no, you know no where doubt. this is headed. But, this, but you didn't think this was a gotcha. She had no, Randy, no, no. it's not my fault. She had too many teeth, man. That's no, not she my has, fault. She, does. she has a small mouth, but I got to <laughs> tell you, uh, thank God for Dr. Sachs, because before the show, um, we were boasting about how when Adam D had his niece out here um, yes. in a hot spot, you were there for him. Uh, in my situation, Michaela was at camp, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And apparently they had no idea what orthodontistry was at camp. And so... <laughs> Surprise was up on the phones, taking pictures, walking them through how to help Michaela's braces uh, miles away uh, at camp. That's 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 sacks. That's yeah. how much we love. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all about it's all about relationships. You know, it's certainly not 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 all about money. Far from it. So you just try to take good care of people, and uh, that's what I try to do. So Eric, I think that's a really good pivot into something that I had discussed in what we call the A block, you know, the uh, first segment of our show. And that's, yeah, I think we've always marveled at you not just being a, a great orthodontist, but also a um, fabulous small business owner. And you've done a great job of marketing yourself where, you know, I know that there's plenty of competition throughout the county, throughout North Jersey, and you don't see them out in the public as much. You don't see them advertising, sponsoring as much, but you do that. Um, what, you know, why do you feel that that's important? Well, for, for one thing, I, I kind of view it differently. Um, while I do view as a business person, quote unquote competition, I, I really look at um, my fellow orthodontists as, as colleagues. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, when you have that kind of dynamic, I, I don't really, focus on others or, or the competition per se. Um, I just kind of focus on what I'm doing, just keep my head down, focus on my patients, uh, and just try to take the best care of them possible. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a doggy dog world out there. And, hey, um, but are you wearing milk bone underwear? What's milk? I'm not wearing any underwear. I'm not wearing any underwear. What's milk bone underwear? <laughs> it was George on Cheers. I, it's a dog eat dog world, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. It's only 9 a.m. I, yeah. I don't put underwear Norm, on until yeah, 10. Yeah, Norm, Norm yeah, played Norm. by George Wentz. Yeah. So any, anytime Norm walked into Cheers, I, I guess it was the Ted Dancing character yeah, that yeah. would say, Hey, Norm, how's it going? He says, It's a dog eat dog world out there. I'm wearing milk bone underwear. Hey, Norm, how's it going? Uh, like a, uh, a baby treats a diaper. Exactly. And now we know that Dr. Sachs wears no underwear. He goes commando. Uh, not before, not before 10 a.m. on the weekends. Well, that's why it's Zoom. You know, you, you can only see, you know, my upper third. And that's the beauty of Zoom. <laughs> Thank God. So, mm -hmm. um, so oh, but one, one thing I wanted to say, which, which maybe ties into the question that you're asking. And this, I'm not crying poverty. I'm not looking for sympathy. And I'm certainly not taking away from anybody else that comes from money per se. But, you know, I grew up with, you know, nicely, but I, I have, there's no trust fund. I, I took out loans for everything. I paid for school. I paid for everything I have. And so when you're, not that you're starting behind the eight ball, but when you don't have a huge cushion or huge backing or, you know, you kind of, fighting for your life so to speak literally you want to provide for your 
your family and your kids and, and, and create a situation for yourself where you can sustain, sustain, you know, a good, a good economic situation. So I think not having that cushion, if, if you will, um, maybe, maybe keeps me going and, and pushes me a little bit, a little bit harder rather than if it was kind of spoon fed or handed to, mm -hmm. to somebody, you know, you kind of appreciate what you have more and you make sure that you, you do what you got to do to stay alive. But this wasn't the family business, like your parents. No, not at all. That's that's my point. I'm a first you know. first generation uh, orthodontist. Um, nobody else in my family did it. But how did I get into it? Kind of circling back, my actually my next door neighbor, uh, growing up, was an orthodontist, and he was really uh, an amazing, amazing guy. Um, and I didn't know him that that well, but he was literally the house right next door to me. And this was just he was just a wonderful, wonderful guy. Uh, his kids went to a a, a private Jewish day school that he was very, very involved in and, and helped support. Um, he had, uh, I believe it was two adopted children. He was just very, uh, and, and, and then two other natural biologic children. Um, and he was just really involved with the community. He had a nice, you know, clinical reputation. Um, and I just, I, even though I didn't know him too well, I, I kind of, I just kind of looked up to him. Even when I was like at the bus stop on the corner, this guy would drive by back and forth, you know, day after day with talking about a smile, the biggest smile on his face, he would wave. And I was just like, wow, that guy's just, that guy's got it going on. That guy's cool. And he's nice and he's doing all the right things. And, and so I guess in a weird way, I kind of, he was kind of a mentor to me, even though he didn't know it. Sadly, he, he passed away. Um, at a relatively early age, I don't even know if he was 60, um, hmm. and it was actually really sad and scary. It was it was kind of my first experience with death, even though I didn't I didn't know the guy that that well. Um, but uh, my dad was is actually a, a physician, and uh, the guy was exercising on his treadmill, which shows why you gotta you know work out and take good care of yourself. And basically, he had a, had a heart attack, and his hmm. son saw found him down there and ran over to our house at like 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning and like was pounding on the door. And uh, it, it, was, it was traumatic, it was traumatic. But um, on a positive note, I just looked back at the guy and, and, and he was really inspirational, so. Well, yeah. I didn't see that story turn that way. Did you add a oh, date? You know what? It, it, <laughs> well, we're peeling back yeah. layers here, and well, it's really, really informed no, Eric's it was career. It was I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, not to get, you know, set, you know, morbid or anything, but it just, it just shows. We're already there, pal. Might just jump in. It show, it shows you the fragility of life. It, yeah. it shows you it's important to enjoy life mm -hmm. and uh, work hard, but not work too, too hard, and not to take life too, too seriously, and just make, make the most of every single day. Well, I, I guess. Uh... Uh, part of what we're learning about you, you Eric, is A, is the motivation. I mean, who wakes up and says, hey, I want to be an orthodontist. Uh, but who would have thunk, which goes to show the, the, the power of relationships and people in your life, that an extra neighbor would have such a, a big influence on you. He's probably, wherever he might be, he's probably got a big smile on his face looking, hey, that's what's so. Look at that Eric Sachs kid. I you hope got, so. Yeah. But, but, you know, listen, you got great kids. I know uh, they give you a run for their money, right? And so he's probably laughing, knowing full well that, your kids are doing to you exactly what you did to your parents. So it's kind of payback. That's right. Absolutely. You know, which uh, uh, kind of gives me a chance to talk about you being his dad. Let's, let's, get, let's get to the meat and potatoes of why you're here on the show here. Uh, what, is, what is dad sax like? Does that sound okay? Dad well, sax? That, that, you have to enunciate uh, sax, okay? Yes. I prefer poppy. Okay. Poppy. <laughs> poppy sax. That's like a grandfather's uh, name. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. No, um, that's job number one. Yeah. I mean, that's. 
and that's my that's that's my hardest job. There's no there's no question about that. And I know it's bad to the dad, but you talk about you know these moms. I mean, going to work is uh, and, and my wife works as well. But I'm saying it, it, that that's a piece of cake compared to to parenting and being a mom and even being a dad. It's 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 hard, 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 constant, constant work. You can never kind of let up. Um, but it's it's uh, the best job. Um, but it's 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 demanding. It's it's tough. But it's 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 a gift. And in my case, it's it's a real blessing. I don't. I mean, again, I get real personal. I you know about about stuff. But I, Jill and I, my wife and I had significant significant fertility issues. Really significant fertility issues to the point that we didn't think we were gonna ever have our own our own biologic kids. Um, so without getting into too many details about that, um, it's just a real. My, my kids are real miracles real miracles and so similarly you know when you when you start not behind the eight ball but not in the greatest situation you kind of appreciate what you have more than maybe otherwise so it's um it's a real it's a real gift i mean my kids are just amazing i love them like you couldn't believe but yeah it's 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 hard work it's hard work but um each each year gets better and better i had great role models my parents were I mean, amazing, amazing. So, and they didn't have, I mean, not to, not, not to knock my grandparents, but their, their, their upbringing wasn't, wasn't as, wasn't as good as mine. Were your, uh, were your, your grandparents survivors? No, okay. actually, no. Okay. I mean, they came, they came over from Europe, but they, they were, thank God, not, not, not in the Holocaust. Um, so it was kind of, I, I give my parents most of the credit because for them, they kind of had to figure it out on their own because they didn't necessarily have the best role models. But for me, I say it's kind of easy because I just kind of emulate or try to copy what my parents did, and so far, so good. <laughs> Eric, what do you like to do with your kids? Uh, well, later today, I'm playing golf with Henry, um, so that'll be fun. Um, we ride bikes, golf. Uh, we used to travel, not anymore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, we like mountain biking. Um, there's always TikTok, you know. <laughs> I got to tell you, when in doubt, there's always TikTok. Dr. Seth can bust a move on TikTok. He can bust well, a move. He's got to put that up on his uh, social media for and, sex or and, the dog. There's a couple of things. He talks about moms, right? No, Jill, Jill's amazing. <laughs> and we have agreed, Adam, D, and I, that the, the most difficult job, the hardest job in the world is mom. Is no, not even a question. Not, not even a question. Number one with a bull. With that, and the number, and dadding is not even really in the top fifty. I mean, we're talking five hundred ish if we're lucky. You know, in terms totally of agree. Guy who paints the paint on the uh, Arizona, Arizona Bridge. You know, coal miners. A lot first of first responders, military. You know, um, nurses. You know, you might have a leg up because you're orthodontist, but I got to tell you, you deal with a lot of moms in your mm. your business. So very true. <laughs> and you very run true. you run quite a ship. Uh, so you, you, you come from experience, um, and, uh, you do have a great family, which is also makes you, uh, a chance of the fact that good role models. Uh, we have a section in our, uh, show called dad advice, where we asked our, uh, wonderful dads, what kind of advice or dad advice you could give to other listeners that could be uh, helpful to them to become better dads. Mm. I don't know if I'm the best person to, <laughs> to ask, but I think being present is important which i need to improve upon myself but i you know it's easy to after a hard day of work you know come home and just kind of kick back and stare at your phone and do whatever else you have to do but i think being present and 
kind of compartmentalizing anything else that's going on in your life and then trying to focus and make time for your kids and make it kind of all about them is, is important. Um, and I think just the other thing too, again, not that I'm far from any expert, I'm st- I, I, learning every day, but um, things that I try to do and aspire to are, um, is just kind of, what's the word? Um, just being balanced, not, not kind of, you know, just ba- balance in life. You know, you want, I want to be a good father, but I also want to be a good husband, good son, good doctor, good friend, all those kinds of things. So, you know, like another one of my buddies who, who's really my best friend, he, he is all about his kids. Like to the point where like, I, not that our friendship has suffered, but I don't get to see him as much. He's like, just constant. And I, you know, I don't know that that's great either. You know, you kind of, I think balance in life is important. So I was reading uh, that one hour, at least one hour a day for a parent, whether you're a mom or a dad of mm-hmm. self maintenance yes. is important. Yes. So whether that's yes. reading a book, yes. whether that's working out, whether that's watching TV, whatever your thing is, you need at least one hour a day of you time and one hour a day where you don't apologize for it. What if I need more than an hour? If you need 90 minutes, I'm going to give it to you, Eric. And if you need somebody to sign off on it, I'll be happy to be your sponsor. Yeah, but, and he's a very good sponsor. He sponsors oh, yeah. a lot. I mean, yeah. Adam D is a sponsor of sponsors. So he's got sponsors that sponsor things that he sponsors and sponsors even more. Talk to my people's people. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll yeah. set up a meeting. And, and if the sponsor needs a sponsor, Sax Orthodox is always... Happy to sponsor. So is that right? Because we've got a deal for we've got a deal for fifteen dollars. You could sponsor an episode, and I tell you what, Eric, because we like you so much, fifteen dollars will give you three episodes. You have a payment plan. <laughs> yes, it's called Venmo. <laughs> and we'll take it. We'll take it five dollars an episode. Hey, you got a deal. Now, Eric, that, that's really a, a gem of dad advice. Yes. You probably didn't even know it, but I think nowadays it is more and more challenging to find that balance because when you're working, you want to be in the moment. When you're with your kids, you want to be in the moment without distractions. And when you're with yourself, you want to enjoy that, that downtime and it's getting harder and harder to do that. And you know, it's important to, to be with yourself and sometimes play uh, with you yourself. You know what? I set you up. I set you up like uh, like a volleyball game. First, like, first the BM and right. now time with yourself and uh, just already the it. show has gone off just the rails. Just lob it and I spike it down hard. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Bad to the adolescent with Coach Randy and Adam D. And so, so glad you haven't changed, Coach. You continue I, I, to do you, and I'll continue thinking about whether I want to do this from a talk about balance. Basis. Talk about yeah. left nut, right nut. Yeah. We're in a balance here. Yeah, and I thought I was going to be the schmo each week. Well, our, yeah, our guest this week has been Dr. Eric Sachs, Sachs Orthodontics, uh, an, an amazing guest with some amazing dad advice really appreciate you being here on on bad to the dad yeah just uh give us some uh some uh some digits for us to uh promote so if anybody wants to contact you because i know you have so many openings i mean it's pretty slow in your business right now (laughs) yeah if anybody needs uh nice straight teeth please give us a call 973-251-2265 you can text us also it's 973-251-2265 we're all over social media too sax orthodontics thank you guys i really appreciate it and in an upcoming episode, we're going to be talking to the chief operating officer of Dentographics, which is uh, an entrepreneurial venture that Eric has gotten into. Which makes this guy, and I'm talking a third person, I'm saying, which makes this guy a genius. You're just, you really are an amazing business person in terms of thinking about how you can expand and grow business that um, it's just a genius idea. So um, 
anyhow, I, look, I just I actually, look forward to you speaking to Matt about it. It's Matt. Matt's Matt's one of my best friends, and uh, we're we're collaborating on this this new new product, which is kind of cool and exciting. So we'll have to see where it goes. But I'll let him I'll let him tell you all about it. Looks amazing, and that's called Dentographics. Our guest today, again, Dr. Eric Sachs, Sachs Orthodontics. Thanks for making some time with us. Enjoy your round of golf. Let me know how you shoot, because I'm going out with Aiden today. So awesome. Lowest uh, lowest score uh, gets dinner whenever we're back in restaurants. How about that? That sounds great. Thanks again for having me, guys. This was great. Thanks, Eric. Really appreciate it, Park. Thank we are Dad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We are bad to the dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Remember, we are brought to you by Berman Branding, the best in web design, marketing, and graphic design. Becky Berman, you want to reach out to her, visit her on her website. It's BermanCS.com. That's BermanCS.com. And again, most of her social media handles where you can actually see her work output and her advice to businesses, small, medium, or large, is at Berman Branding. That's at Berman Branding. It's Berman Branding, and they are sponsoring our program. Coach, great to have Dr. Eric Sachs oh, on the program. What a gem. What a gem. What a gem. Yes. Yes. An, an angel, not a man, an angel. <laughs> and what he does for kids and families yes. and, and people yes. of all ages and stages. Yes. You know, it, it, it's funny. There, there was, there's so much we could dig out in that episode, but he was one of a a handful of dads yeah. who was talking about some of the fertility issues yes. that he and his wife had in, yeah. in, in conceiving, obviously. But that seems to be a very uh, common, very prevalent theme amongst many of our guests. And the appreciation for their kids and the time they well, spend with their kids kind of boomerangs back to those moments where they were struggling. You know, and the other piece is that you don't wear that on your sleeve. So you have no idea. It's not like, oh. You go around talking you about it. You don't wear it, a yeah. big, you know, thing on your necklace, right? You no, know, in my situation, I look at my wife, she's pregnant. That was a kind of, you know, yeah. I had, both, you know, me both strong, right? Oh, you had no problem looking at you. <laughs> like me, right? Yeah. I had a lot of practice, right? Yeah. <laughs> but to, to talk to someone who has gone through that, and we, of course, you know, we have friends that were open to it. <clears throat> it really is remarkable how badly they want to have kids, and then they just have such an incredible sense of appreciation. Maybe, I don't think it's more than I have, but I think it's a different kind of attachment, and I, yeah. I didn't know that about him, and he opened up about it. That's it's awesome. Here's the other thing that really struck me about that interview, and we didn't know it was coming. Never do, never do. Right? He was influenced to become, at least you know, mildly, mm -hmm. to become an orthodontist by way of a neighbor yeah. who he didn't know that well but knew well enough. And who didn't know that he was an influence on Eric, didn't know yeah. he was a mentor on Eric, but was. And it just goes to show you, you never know who you're impacting. No. You never know what kind of influence you're having on someone else. Even if it's a five-minute conversation, yeah. that could plant the seed for a whole positive career you know, or a whole new direction in someone's life. And the other piece that, again, I wasn't anticipating, on the fact that I know that he's a really, really good person, is this whole idea about orthodonture and your teeth moving around, how the mental health aspect of it in terms of making you feel better and more confident. Yeah. I mean, I, I know with kids, like I, I remember, you know, sometimes with Jess and Alex uh, and Michaela, I'm on my fourth, my fourth kid with the orthodontics and my first two, we didn't know Eric at the time. And the first, my oldest, we had to really force, I'm like, mm -hmm. trust me, trust me. So I understand as a teenager what that can do in the long run, but to hear that one third of his practice are adults. Yeah. 
uh, was really and older adults a, too, older right? Too that some age, aging in as much as it had such an impact in your own confidence that mental health wise, uh, he is there to help serve people. So I couldn't help myself, Coach. I was looking at your teeth. Yes, yes, the whole time. I don't know if you noticed. Yes, I was looking directly in your mouth. And yes, you had a pretty good set right there. Yeah, not so bad. I mean, it's a funny story about my orthodontist experience. I I used to not go to appointments. I hated going to the orthodontist. I hated it because yeah. the pain. Uh, so I had it on for like ever, uh, but. And I had one of those permanent kind of retainers on my bottom. and <laughs> Was it the one that looked like a harmonica? <laughs> my mom said I have to wear it at night. <laughs> it was, I wasn't headgear. No, I, yeah. I, never, I never had to wear headgear. Uh, but there was a permanent retainer, literally permanent retainer. And they took it out sometime, you know, as I got older before my, uh, like my freshman, sophomore year in college. But then I had to get my wisdom teeth pulled. Ugh. So what they didn't anticipate is when they removed my wisdom teeth, Right, mm-hmm. my mouth shifted, and now it's not quite lined up like it used to be. So all that money, all that pain, yeah. for not. Yeah, they still look pretty good. You ever been punched in the mouth, Coach? <laughs> I have not. I've been really punched. that surprises me. <laughs> I've been punched in the side of the head, which is why I'm a little. Oh, that's here. right. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Recently too. Recently too. Yeah, but, by by a hobo. Uh, no, no, no. I have not. But uh, you know, my dad. Speaking of older individuals, my dad did the Invisalign. Um, I mean, he never had braces, and he did the Invisalign, yeah. and I think he's feeling more confident. But I, I am lovable, mar- Larry. Lovable, yeah, Larry. He's got a lovable smile. Yes, too. he does. Um, so yeah, I just uh, love Eric Sachs, his wife Jill, um, his family. Just uh, wow. what a great guest. Yeah. So uh, those memories of adolescence and braces, um, and it is that's an awkward age. But he is a remarkable. I mean, uh, my daughter loves him. Both of them. He, he walks in. And the room lights up. Well, look, you know, they say never trust an orthodontist with crooked teeth. <laughs> and we don't. And Eric had pretty good teeth himself. He has really nice choppers. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. keeps those. Oh, suck- the whole family. The whole- he must get them suckers polished on a regular basis. Hey, you, hey, can hey, the sh- you can see the, the, the dentist shine. <laughs> <laughs> Ding! Is that a thing? We have a little twinkle? Yes. <laughs> Very good. Well, next week we have a guest with uh, not only a great smile, but also great hair because he's on television, and that is Thad Brown. Thad Brown. Tell Thad us about Brown. that. So Thad Brown is the uh, sports anchor on WROC in Rochester, and he covers the Buffalo Bills. All right. Of the National Football League, which is a league that... Uh, uh, by the grace of God, is still going on in spite of COVID. And I you know, there have been a lot of cases. And I just got, I just got message that uh, my Broncos got something on. They found something on the Broncos, the Patriots. It is, God love them for making the effort to try to get the games in. So we thought we'd have Thad on because, again, he covers the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. which is a team that uh, has been affected by COVID, but in a different way. So mm-hmm. fortunately, there's been zero cases yeah. for the Buffalo Bills, but they keep playing all these teams that have COVID. That have COVID. So you got the <clears throat> Patriots, you have the Jets. Yeah. They have the Tennessee Titans. Yep. Um, they've got the mother load on their schedule, and that's who they're playing. So we're going to talk to him a little bit about what it's like to be covering a team like that and get his thoughts on, is this season really going to yeah. continue, and is it a good idea? Well, I, I often want to ask a football player, are you more concerned about that 300-pound lineman coming at your face <laughs> or that little unknown piece of dust particle well, flying out there? <laughs> yeah, and again, you have very large people running at full speed, to other large people, people at full speed. speed who are sweating and spitting and throwing all kinds of stuff into the atmosphere with their mouth. So that's going to be Thad Brown of WROC-TV Rochester on our next edition of Bad to the Dad. Coach, another great episode. Thanks Adam for G. spending some time with me here. Every Sunday morning, every Sunday morning. It's Bad to the Dad here in the den with our dear friend Bone Daddy. Bone Daddy. And we want to thank you, the listener. Dad, have a great week. 